I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Um, do we have an intro for this? Uh. Like what's something Logan Paul would say? Do you do you think Breed Brown? Do you think myself or yourself are the type of people that know what Logan Paul says, despite having this just researched for this episode? This is going to be a really good hour. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be good. I uh, know there's a lot to talk about, but do I know one thing that man says? Absolutely not. It, are we Logan Paul's says, target audience? No. No. No, we're too female. We're too female. We're too sexy and we don't enjoy sports so yeah yeah you're listening to bandwagons maybe that should have just been the tagline two two sexy women who don't enjoy sports I'm getting into sport. Essentially, I think I'm. I'm going to get into sport. I think. Okay, I've decided. Let me know how that goes. Any sport particular, or just all sport? Rounders. Rounders. I'm going to join the Rounders team. The local Rounders team. I will say, I feel like you've been talking about that for a very long time. Did you not try to organise a Rounders event post COVID? That went viral. No, it was before COVID. Okay. And how did that go? Not well. What's the what's the field beside the church in Whitehall? I don't know, but you planned a rounders event there. Yeah, and then like just like went in cognito to see if anyone showed up. I can't remember who I went with. But no one showed up. Do you know that no one showed up though? Well, like there was a couple of young lads kind of hovering like but yeah. like, that's just fucking white hot, isn't it? You would never, um, you would never get that nowadays. You bring back the Facebook, Facebook events, viral events, but and I it wasn't. Like, I didn't want it to go viral. I genuinely wanted to invite like everyone I know to come and play a big whopper game around. But what did you? Did you not call it like biggest game arounders big, ever or something? Big whopper game arounders. Yeah. In whatever that park is called. What is that park called? It's, it's rounders in the Olympics. 
It's no. a GAA sport. It's oh, a okay. recognised GAA game or whatever. There's a an all-female rounders team in Mark's club and they got to the All-Ireland at the weekend. So I, think I, want, I was like, I need to be on that team and I should have joined it. So now you're club. looking to capitalise on their... Uh, oh, no, no, but I always, no, always no. want to join it. Mm, and now I'm like a bit raging because they're thinking I'm going to want to join because they're good. But I actually just always wanted to do it. Because yeah. I don't see myself doing like Mothers and Others GAA, but like... Rounders. I've always enjoyed the game of rounders. You've always enjoyed smacking things with a stick. Yeah, and running and like saying, like, get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) You're so out. (laughs) It's just like really riles you up. Okay. Well, keep us posted on that. Yeah. Uh, how did we get to that? Oh, not interested in sport. Conceded bandwagons. You are listening to bandwagons. I'm Fanula. She's Breed. We were on Patreon last week talking about... Kyle Richards on Apple Podcasts, if you subscribe there. Kyle Richards, Below Deck, Down Under, all the drama there. So if you want to go get it, it's patreon.com forward slash bandwagons. Or you can subscribe right in your Apple Podcast feed. It's class. Today we are talking about another, I was about to call him a reality star, and he's actually not, he isn't away in the sense that he's documented his life on YouTube, I suppose, but he's not a reality star in the sense he's of He's a like, YouTuber. He's a YouTuber. Yeah. yeah he's a YouTuber. Yeah, yeah. You suggested this. Why did you suggest we do Logan Paul Breach? Mar- so Mark, I don't think Mark has ever listened to an episode of this podcast. Perfect. But he marched into, marched into the kitchen. That's because we're, we're too sexy, too intimidating, and we're not in, and no not one, a sports not interested in sports. Exactly. Yeah. Literally. Um, he marched into the kitchen the other day and said, I have a topic for your podcast. And I said, okay. And he goes, Logan Paul. And I said, get out of here. You've clearly never listened to our podcast. Get out of here. And he was like, no. And I went back to him later. He got annoyed that and I went back to him. I was like, okay, talk to me about Logan Paul. And he was telling me all the drama that had been going on online that we are missing out on because we actively avoid Logan Paul. Yeah. And it's quite juicy. And then there's just, like, he's just a lot of other shit going on. So basically... um, he has a fight coming up, um, which I genuinely might watch. So he has a fight organised versus Dylan Dennis. Okay, who don't know is, who that is. He's an MMA no. guy, actually. He's like, yeah, jiu-jitsu world champion, MMA. He used to train with McGregor as his wrestling coach. So, like, wasn't really that big of a name, but, like, has, like, well, like, probably was in that world. But now he's, like, this week he's just blown up because of the baiting and the, like, fucking negging and whatever is going on between him and Logan Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, the same night, I think Tommy Fury is fighting KSI. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's... So, could be good. I did... I tell you what I did watch, and now I watched it on, like, a TikTok live stream. Like, someone else watching it on their phone, and then someone was, like, okay. live streaming it on a phone. Maybe that's bad. Am I, should I be admitting that? Anyway, I don't know. Whatever. But we... I watched the Tommy Fury-Jake Paul fight in the end, because it just, like... Oh, Yeah. Curiosity got the better of me, you know what I mean? And I was just thinking, Tommy. Oh, good. Because in fairness, Tommy, like, the whole thing with Logan Paul, and we'll get to it when we kind of go through the career and stuff and the transitions and all the phases of his life, he he just kind of strikes me as someone who has, like, a lot of interests and he wants to do them all because he can now, because he has access to the money, right? Yeah. Now, in fairness, him and Jake, his brother, Jake Paul, they were, they did wrestling in school or whatever, but he's pivoted from kind of, he did YouTube, he did acting, he's all these other business ventures, but like they seem to be really into the fights and all and predominantly. Yeah. Now, Logan seems to be focusing more specifically on wrestling. 
but he has come back to do this fight, which again, I had no idea about, to be honest, as you said, I'm not really, and I feel like I'd vaguely heard about Tommy and KSI. Um, KSI, again, another YouTuber turned celebrity in his own right, releases music, but also again, a really good just wants episode. to fight to fight, I think. I don't know, for the crack, yeah. whatever. Louis Theroux um, interviewed him on his podcast, I think, during COVID, and it's really interesting because I, I had no idea who KSI even was until I listened to that, but that's actually a really good episode if you want to learn more about him. Um, okay, but what's going on with Logan and this fella Janice then? Like, so what's all like, the drama happening now? Generally, when these, like, fights come up, like, you see that people, like, they're always, like, what is the word, like, baiting each other, like, fucking just calling each other out online and just, like building up hype for the fight, like, that they're absolutely going to bait the head off each other because they hate each other because they're putting it out there for everyone to see how much they hate each other. Yeah. So, Dylan Dennis, I keep calling him Dilly Dally in my head, <laughs> which is probably not great. Mr. Dilly Dally. Dylan Dennis has kind of taken it to a whole new level and he's, like, on this Twitter campaign to embarrass Logan Paul and, like, pick apart his relationship. Logan Paul got engaged, like, less than a month ago, I want to say. Yeah, like, very, yeah, I remember kind of seeing a bit of that online as well, but don't know who his fiance is. So he got engaged to Nina Agdal. She's a Danish model. And um, no one had even, like, kind of really questioned her or, like, talked about her. Like, she wasn't really... A thing. Anyway, Dylan Dallas is trying to like pick their relationship apart by posting all these pictures that um, of Nina Agdal with all the men she has been with prior to Logan Paul. Okay. Um, and it, like so far, I think it's been like fifty-seven different men that she's been photographed with that he has posted. He's also like put up Photoshop pictures of her, or, like him grabbing her bomb and it's like a picture as if it's like the two of them embracing and he has his hands on her bomb. I think he might have put up like Photoshop nudes or actual Jesus nudes or something Christ. of her. So this is all the drama because it's just been like an ongoing like just like trail of photos like one after the other and they're just people are people are kind of going nuts being like how has Logan Paul with this girl who seems to be just like out for any celeb in Hollywood which and then other people are like rightfully like why are you judging this girl on her past when you should be judging the guy who's posting about her past yeah. for no reason other, other than to annoy her fiance like well look also I do think there's a different like the line is blurry but I think there's a different argument we make like the argument that potentially this person is like out for clout as opposed to you know the sexist thing of like she's been with all these men you know what I mean but it's more yeah. But yeah, and there's people like, like trying to break down like she's only 31 and they're like so if we give like I went through like down a bloody dark TikTok hole researching for this and it's like so if we say she had two boyfriends every year since she was moved to LA that's still like not enough to fit in all these men and it's like okay who cares though like that's not the point Project Math um, is coming into action there majorly yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but she she's just a model sorry I don't mean she's, she's just a model but you know what I mean like she she had no part in this like yeah she she is literally just at the minute Logan Paul's fiance as far as I know who happens to have like also dated a lot of very famous celebrity men like who um, like Leonardo DiCaprio okay that doesn't count because he's dated everyone sorry exactly yeah doesn't um, count Ja Rule, she was pictured with um, Bill Nye, the science guy. No, like, okay, no, but then is no, this like literally, literally just everyone she was pictured with? She wasn't shagging Bill Nye, the science guy. Lena Agda, let me let me get a list of exes because I didn't want to go into who her exes were because I thought it was 
Max George, Joe Jonas, Adam Levine. Um, allegedly now, I don't know. Like, ex- ex- like again, it's just pictures we can actually, but a lot of the pictures are kind of suggestive that it, like, it's not really a pose you would do with someone you're just friends with. Um, like they're kissing, holding hands, stuff like that. And his uh, Twitter account has been locked now because he's like, essentially, look, again, like whatever, like, call it what it is, essentially harassing her as opposed to actually... Because yeah. as you yeah. said, this is all kind of part and parcel for boxing, whether you agree with it or not. I would like to put forward, instead of the shit talking that happens before, before boxing, why don't they just aggressively compliment each other? Why don't? Why isn't it just like, I hope you do, I hope you fight really well and I hope I fight really well because I believe in you and I believe in me. You know what I mean? All this yeah, is meant like to I, talk I just to want each the other, best for you. You know? I just, just no, but like as we boxed, Frilla, is this I don't even think this is a boxing match. Is it is it wrestling? No, this is boxing, boxing. I would say. This is boxing. Yeah. We did boxing. You have to have a bit of eye growing behind the fists, don't you? I couldn't do it. But is it but I couldn't. do we though? That's the question I I'm putting to you now as a sports. Have we tried fighting with love? It's like Monster Zing. It's like, would we be more powerful with laughs instead of screams? Like, do you Maybe. know what I mean? Maybe. Maybe. Let's put it there to... Was definitely who's, a... who's your man, the promoter? Eddie Hearn. How do we get Eddie Hearn on this podcast? I don't I know who that is. Some good questions. The money man. Okay, forget it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, he's like, there's always other clips of him. He's like, oh, go on then. You know, like, he's just at everything. He was on talking, they're talking about podcast recently-ish. Okay. He promotes all the fights. He was your man who was promoting Katie okay. Taylor's fight here. You oh, you 100% known to see, but anyway, this is not an Eddie Hearn podcast. We're talking about... Unfortunately not. Anyway, so yeah, so he got locked that, out of Twitter. He came back and posted like a, a picture of um, Nina with Leo DiCaprio and was like, I'm back or whatever, or I'm coming back and like literally straight back at it. Um, a, like Logan Paul has allegedly reported him and sent him like cease and desists. Um, and like, I think the most recent thing was that he put, um, Logan Paul put up a picture of himself, like, topless, like, totally shredded and, like, posing. And it was like, um, so I can't, like, I'm paraphrasing, but it was just, like, all set for training camp or so excited for training camp or something like that. And um, Dallas had came on and called him a juice head and basically insinuated that he's on steroids now. So it's not good. Boy but it's great for the is... fight because we're talking about it. Mm. Yeah, did kind of work. Because he you know? had, with the WWE stuff, he had kind of, I don't want to say he'd gone to ground, but unless you were an active Logan Paul fan, he, hadn't re- he hasn't really done anything lately, bar the engagement, maybe you could argue, that is like caught general public interest, I would say, because if you're not into WWE yeah. and you're not into the wrestling, most people don't take the wrestling as seriously as like, the boxing, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think people, I don't know, had cared less. A lot, yeah, I think um, a lot of people are saying that, like, even though the fight isn't until, like, the 14th of October or whatever, we're watching him lose this fight now because he has absolutely nothing to gain from fighting this man at this point because Dylan Dallas is a wrestler. Like, he's MMA. He's, like, gr- like groundwork is his thing. And he's, like, not known for being good with his hands at all. So if Logan Paul fights him and wins, everyone's going to be like, well, yeah, like, of course you're going to win that. Like, you're the better boxer. And if he loses, then he's going to look like shit because he lost to him. So he kind of has nothing to gain from this at this point because Dylan Dallas has come out and been, like, has basically taken him, 
to ground already like I don't know I don't know if I necessarily agreed with, I, like, what, like I, I agree but I think for them a lot of it is ego and I think even the fact that even if it is not his strongest discipline I think if Logan is able to say that he beat him that's all he kind of yeah wants to a degree I think Dylan Dallas has gotten more out of this than Logan Paul ever will at this point well, well that's he wins or loses like, like yeah he's kind of taken a leaf out of the Logan Paul playbook in being so controversial that it's like if you didn't know him, now you know. Like, I did yeah. not know who this man was, and chances are I could have gone my entire life without ever knowing who he was. Even as yeah. someone who is interested in pop culture and who does have their right eye kind of half on Logan Paul for whatever reason. Um, yeah. I think he's, again, the Logan Paul big book of controversies. He was like, right, well, I'm just going to be an absolute maniac Let's asshole give, to, give his fiance, to his fiancé. Give medicine. Yeah, and drum up a bit of hype for this fight between us. Have you been watching, uh, this isn't, well, it's kind of relevant. Have you been watching the At Home with the Furies? No, but I'm, I'm dying to watch it because from what I've seen, Jen, like, it's, you, okay, you're watching it, so you tell me or you have watched it. We're, we're kind of halfway through it. I think there's like nine episodes. We might be on episode five and it's good, but it's not great. Like, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't have your hopes up or like expect big things from it going into it but if you just want a bit like light like you say popcorn for the brain television then I would watch it but it's very interesting because like it features the dad and like obviously Tommy and Molly May are kind of featured in it Tyson Fury Not, yeah Tyson Fury is it's, it's focused on Tyson Fury and his retirement and Paris and their whole family and the kids and the money and the fame and all his struggles with it, his mental health and how like being retired really impacts that. Tommy and Molly May feature a little bit because they're like just pregnant at this stage and like kind of dip in and out of it because I don't actually think they're very close day to day as brothers or I think they're, they were like shoved them together for this show to get the numbers mm. up but I don't actually think, it doesn't give off that they're like always hanging out or always besties and his dad is in it, their dad, Tommy and Tyson's dad is, features in it a good bit. But it's crazy because you watch it and you're like, these guys are gas, like they're hysterical. And then like I was Googling it and fucking Tyson's dad was charged for like gouging a man's eye out, like in a fucking brawl at a an auction or something. And I was like, it's just very, too very, like it's not, I don't know. It's not the whole picture, I think. Well, anything that I've seen has been like really complimentary of... Paris. Paris Fury more than anything else. Paris is a, an icon, yeah. I don't know. And it was, sorry, when I say anything that I'd seen online, it was good. It was kind of more in respect, and maybe you can shed more light on this, about the kind of reality show it is and how it's a bit kind of back to basics, back to It is grass, very like, kind yeah. of, you know what I mean? Like that it is like, maybe it doesn't feel as overproduced or as glossy as some of the shit we've come to know and love and watch that was what I was getting from the response yeah. generally I don't think they're capable of being anything but themselves Tyson and Paris like they just are what they are and they're like cursing at each other and like shouting at the kids and it's like absolutely not like for the cameras whatsoever it's just like that's just who they are and it's kind of um yeah it doesn't seem very heavily produced so I just wonder like Obviously, the producers had a direction for it and wanted to go with that and then just kind of, like, left out the rest, if that makes sense. Mm. But I, I have seen, like, there being 
criticism of how even Tyson comes across himself and I think how he treats Paris as well. He's, yeah, it's his, like, I don't know, it's hard to differentiate because he has, like, very severe bipolar, I would say, and he kind of, like, one episode he's like, I'm going to buy an airport, I'm going to buy a jet, we're going to go to Pompeii, let's go, let's go, let's go, and then, like, literally within a second it just turns and he's, like, very, like, doesn't want to talk, doesn't want to look at anyone, doesn't want to be filmed, like, get out of my mm-hmm. face. And I imagine that's just their life, like, and she's well used to it. It's crazy. They're I think they're, like, seventh baby or something, and they're only, like, 35. I cannot even, from a personal perspective, I just cannot even fathom that. Like, yeah, when I was no. looking at the promotional images, I was like, they have a, like, and I knew, like, because you always, you know, like, Paris Fury pregnant with whatever child, but again, they kind of, the headlines wash over me. And then when I was yeah. seeing all the children in the promotional images, I was like, holy. Yeah, and she's pregnant at the minute. She's due, like, any second now with another one. So there's, like, six on the show, and now she's on her seventh, I think. I don't know what age Paris is, but Tyson just turned 35. But anyway, for her, my point for was... It's a very interesting look at the whole, like, motivation for boxers to want to go back and fight even, like... Like, Tyson Fury has nothing to gain from going back and continuing to fight. Like, he's he's achieved every goal he could possibly think of and still wants more, and it's just kind of an interesting look at, like, the mentality behind that. Yeah. Which I think would pro- that, yeah. probably apply to Logan Paul as well. Because that is the... But, that, but, like, there is a differentiation there between, like... The people, like, I don't know, we've gotten to this weird realm of, like, people becoming or wanting to become boxers or, like, wrestlers but simply because they can. But I do agree, I still think it has to be that same motivation because otherwise why would you be bothered, you know? But I, I think there's also Logan and Jake, the brother, is the same and, like, there's a lot of them... Maybe K- KSI in less of a dark way than the other two, but I feel like when all the shit happened, we- Logan was on the up and up and up, and then the suicide forest thing happened, and we'll all get into this in a second. But I think when he got that first brush of like real, not real fame, Infamy. but like that kind of rush yeah. of like he was went, I suppose at that point. People knew him and he had a fan base, but like he, I don't think he was globally known before the suicide forest thing happened. And then that happened, and like for better or worse, everyone fucking knew him then. Everyone knows him now because of that. Whether like people have kept up or not with the boxing career, the crypto stuff, the Pokemon card stuff, the engagement, whatever his own people are like. If you did a straw poll of people on the street, they'd be like, oh, the, the dickhead who was filming in the suicide forest. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I feel like he got a bit of a taste of that and is just like. Yeah. I think it's a fame addiction thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because wasn't it like he came back and apologised for the suicide forest and then within like a couple of months he had like the whole like tasing rats video he put up. Like it was like, did not learn his lesson whatsoever about what you can or like should and should not post on the internet and went yeah, straight back I in had, doing it I again. Like kind of forgotten all of the minor controversies even post the suicide forest controversy, right? And like, again... Yeah. Probably should have trigger warned even before talking about suicide forest, but like there will be themes and discussions around this that are not great, potentially distressing. If you don't want to listen now, that's absolutely fine. We totally understand. But he, yeah, he was again just kind of one of these people, one of these influencers who 
he actually, his success was initially on Vine. If you don't know what Vine is, you're too young to be listening to this podcast, also stop listening. But it was essentially pre-TikTok. It was like a short form video content platform that people mainly used for sketches. He had a lot of popularity there. Um, but then obviously Vine wound down in like... Was he on, was he not a Nickelodeon star at one point or was that post-Vine? Or did I, I think you're up? thinking of Jake Paul. Do you remember he was in Bizarre... Bizarre the Bizarre thing that fucking thing was in. Or no, she was Bizarre in Burke. it. Yeah, he was in it and then he got sacked because of he did something. Yeah. We've talked about this definitely before in the podcast. I can't remember what, but there was a whole... I just knew one of them was on, like, definitely on a Nickelodeon show and I didn't know if it was both of them or one of them or what. Well, he, he was so... Again, this was the other thing. He had done, like, loads of acting... Not, well, okay, loads of exaggeration, but he'd done, like, a bit of acting work even kind of alongside his YouTube rise. So he got famous on Vine. He started posting on YouTube in October 2013. Uh, and then he launched another channel, uh, I think in 2015, that was like vlogs, right? Because obviously that was like peak vlogging era, whatever. That's his most subscribed YouTube channel now. Um, still massively popular. Uh, born April 1st, 1995. He's English, Irish, Scottish, Welsh, Jewish, French, and German ancestry. We do not claim What's him. Left? Where What's do you left? think he's, Where do you think in Ireland the ancestry is from? Just looking at his head. I would have said Kerry Logan or Paul. Yeah, yeah, he's got a big Welsh head on him. such a big Kerry head in him, I think. Marie Claire? No one ever remembers Claire. Claire. Sir, yeah, surfer vibes. Lynch yeah. head on him. Yeah, yeah. Teaches surf lessons during the summer. Or, or Sligo. Or Sligo, yeah. Uh, he grew up in Westlake with his younger brother, Jake, who we've referenced uh, several times here already. He majored in industrial engineering at Ohio University, but dropped out in 2014 to pursue uh, a career as full-time influencer, content creator. So he's not stupid, like, to be... It's like, to have an engineering brain, you know, he's not a dum-dum. But, like, of course, like... Well, actually, I was about to say, of course he's not, because of this career that he's... I don't know how much of it is, like... Intentional. No, that's the, I think he's like, I think there's a shrewdness. I wonder how much of it is like sheer actual intelligence and just. Mm. Anyway, um, as I mentioned, he was dabbling in a bit of me- acting, music. I kind of think that's how I vaguely knew of him before the explosion with the Suicide Forest controversy. He had these like terrible songs um, and they would get loads and loads and loads of views. But like, uh, would be massively disliked on YouTube. So, like, on YouTube, you can, like, like or dislike videos. And, like, the dislikes would be huge, but it was still... It was, like, everyone was talking about it, you know what I mean? And it was if the he didn't care. Um, but his he'd screen credits on, like, Law & Order SVU. And then you go into 2017, actually the end of 2017, it was December 31st, he uploaded a vlog to his YouTube channel, which showed him filming the corpse of a man who had recently died by suicide in... Uh, Aoki Gara at the base of Mount Fuji in Japan, which has become known as the suicide forest due to its influence as being a site where people go to die by suicide, right? Um, and it was like part three of this series he was doing, but it, was, it wasn't it was just even the, because obviously it's fucking he- heinous. I don't know why they ever thought, right? But it was his kind of behaviour in the video, it's very not ta- really taking the situation seriously and it's kind of the same amongst his group, right? For whatever reason, he's like, this is fine, hits upload. Uh, and this was 2017, because I, I was like, what age was he? Because we're the same age. He was born 1995-ish. Same age-ish. So he would have been like 23, 24, right? So I'm kind of like, yeah. 
maybe our frontal lobe isn't fully formed, but like still surely old enough to know better, but apparently not. Within 24 hours, it got 6.3 million views. Um, Now, this isn't a justification or whatever, but like the body was censored, but like he was still very clearly shooting someone who had died, you know, been shooting on a camera. Um, So then you had a lot of reactions from people. He removed the video and then had put a written apology up on Twitter and then on January 1st. And then on January 2nd, he released a video apology. Uh, he admitted he made a severe and continuous lapse in his judgment and described his behaviour, the kind of joking around and stuff, as a coping mechanism. And he asked his fans to stop defending his actions, right? Which in some ways I'm like, it's kind of a, like, it's mad. I yeah. wish someone would do like a scale of like how good or bad your apology is, like based on past YouTube apologies, you know what I mean? Because you read that and you're yeah. like, and you watch it and you're like, yeah, okay, but then you consider what actually happened and you're like, does this go far enough? I'm not really sure. Um, so then the backlash was kind of swift and fast, you know, like YouTube removed Paul's channels from the Google Ad program that it had. He was due to star in a YouTube film sequel. He was That was put on hold. He had an original content series called Logan Paul Versus. That was put on hold. Uh, he was cut from another series. He was due to star in Valley Girl. And I think they pulled that from its release schedule temporarily because he was due to be in it. Um, he, in response, donated $1 million to suicide prevention agencies. Uh, and then in February 4th, so this is like three, four weeks, he came back to YouTube like posting regularly or whatever. In the wake of that, you the YouTube CEO at the time, I'm not sure if she's still there, Susan Wan... Oh my God, I have no idea how to pronounce her second name. Wojcicki? Susan Wojcicki uh, said Logan didn't violate YouTube's three-strike policy uh, and that he didn't meet the criteria for being planned by the, for being banned by the platform. I think there's a lot of calls for that. Um, he's spoken about it since. He did an interview with um, True Jordy, the, that YouTuber guy who, anyway, and he spoke about, I think he'd been doing a couple of skits with like, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson as well. I think they'd done some kind of sponsored tie-in for Baywatch prior to this, right? But he talked about, like... It's so funny because you see the headlines and it's like, Logan Paul talks about the impact of, like, the Suicide Forest video. And basically, it's like, he sounds, like, so devastated because The Rock basically didn't want to be his friend anymore. Um, after Japan happened, obviously, I found myself in a hole, rightfully so, that I'd never been in before. I was extremely low mentally and I got a call from my publicist who, uh, uh, yeah, who, I got a call from my publicist and she's like, hey, Dwayne's asked that you remove every picture and video that you've done with him and maybe in the future the relationship can be reconciled, but for now he basically wants nothing to do with you. But I just wish I'd gotten like a call or text or something because I thought we had a healthy relationship, an open line of communication. And I was so sad that my hero wanted nothing to do with me. And I was sad because I understood it. I really fucked up. And then he said, so I think he did this interview last year, and then he said a few months ago, The Rock then just sent him, like, this funny Instagram video, like, unsolicited in his DMs. And, uh... Dwayne, what are you As if doing? nothing ever happened. And then Logan was, said he did not reply. Is he still stuck on what happened back then? It sounds like you're reading oh, about, like, a breakup God. or something. Yeah. It's so weird. Um, there is a production company actually suing him over the Suicide Forest video, but not for the reason you might think, right? So they're suing him, claiming... I think I think there's a conspiracy theory that 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Logan shot and released the Suicide Forest video on purpose to get out of a deal with this production company who are now suing him. I, that's not what they're alleging, just to clarify, that's, but that's what some conspiracy theorists are saying online. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're alleging that him posting that video cost them to lose lots and lots of money, right? So the production company is Plainless Pictures, uh, and they filed a suit. The suit is still pending. Nothing else has happened since. Um, but they claim that Google pulled out of a $3.5 million deal because of the video. Uh he was supposed to, Logan Paul was supposed to be in a, a film of theirs and was supposed to be producing it, a film called Airplane Mode. Uh, the film was meant to be a parody of celebrity influencers like Paul, with Paul playing a fictionalised version of himself, according to the documents. The suit claims that fellow influencers and social media celebrities like Paul's brother Jake were scheduled to appear in the film, and other names include like Nick Bateman, David Dobrik, fuck me, uh, and Casey uh, Neistat. Uh, it ended up being, it was released in 2019, on iTunes, uh, but I think it was that Google wouldn't like promote it or something. So they're saying that Google ended this relationship with Plainest Pictures and did not pay the company they agreed upon three point five uh, million dollars. Uh, so they're seeking that Paul pay the three point five million dollars as well as additional damages on attorneys' fees, according to the suit. Um, I don't think he's commented on this at all. When I looked up the suit, I was checking to see if anything else had happened. This was filed in twenty twenty. Nothing else has. Uh, happened since, so I'm wondering. It's a very, just... it's a lot later to be filing the suit, isn't it? Was it not like what was it two years after? Well, it's still, it's mad because like the suicide forest thing feels like it happened years and years ago, and it was lit really only the start of 2018. You know, yeah, which kind of is years and years ago. Like it's almost like it's five and a half years ago. I don't know. I don't like. Okay, here's my thing. Right, I don't and I'd be interested in getting your opinion on this I don't actually think he I don't think there was a big master plan in him putting out that I don't think he did did it deliberately to bait controversy essentially is what I'm saying I think he yeah he probably did it for views but not like no I don't even I actually just think he was like like I don't know I just think he thought it would kind of be grand or like not interpreted as seriously as it was because I suppose obviously he went and like people go and stuff to see it anyway as it to pay their respects yeah. or whatever. So I like I think it's weird as well because like I he definitely well sorry I don't want to say this now in case he fucking comes after me and sues me. I doubt in my opinion allegedly I doubt he edits his own videos now at this point in his career. At the start you would imagine he was editing his own videos or like at least getting help or at least getting final say on the edit of a video. 
Yeah. So there's just a part of me that's like, how did you watch that video and not be like, yeah, I see. Do I not come across great? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, maybe, maybe I'm undoing my own theories, I'm saying it out loud, but I actually think he didn't do it on purpose. Like, I don't think he saw it being this lightning rod of controversy that it ended up being. But I think once he got a taste then of like how it actually kind of benefited him and made him more famous, he's continued to do it throughout his career and other instances as we've kind of learned. And I think the issue was just obviously this was someone who he wasn't going to be the next big thing. He was the big thing then at that point. And he was had such a hugely influential audience of predominantly young men. And I think it yeah. was important to call into question to be like, how can you make a video like this and think it's okay? And I suppose even beyond making the video and going to shoot it, maybe there's an argument for that for you doing it or whatever to show people. But how you reacted in that moment so callously to a person who took their yeah. own life, you know what I mean? I don't know. Do you think he did it? Like, do you think he did it on I, purpose? I think he just has bad judgment. I just don't think he's like a great person deep down. Like, I just don't. I think he thinks he can just get away with things. Which he kind of has because, like, I. Like, yes, he did suffer financially in the very short term, but like, look at what he has built now and since. The podcast yeah. probably makes so much money. He gets. So much money from all the sporting stuff. Like, he's in contract to WWE at the minute. Separate fees for the fights. He's obviously built that whole business with KSI around Prime, which is, I know you're going to talk about that later. I cannot even fathom the popularity of that. Because in some ways, in my head, Logan Paul is such a late teenies, like, emblematic of that era of YouTube. But, like, I yeah. I don't know. I don't know any... And now, again, that's probably because I don't know a lot of young children of that age. But, like, I don't... In, in my head, he's so fucking irrelevant now. Was he ever relevant to me? Probably not. But, like, I remember him being at his peak. And same with Jake. I'm like, who the fuck even are you now? Who are you doing this for? This for like, who's yeah. your audience? Like, I don't get it. Okay, so on that note, let's talk about Prime because the first I'd heard of Prime was it Duns had gotten it in or whatever. Like maybe, I don't know, in the last year, Duns had got it in on like a once-off flash thing and it was like you could only buy three at a time and they were, like what was it, 15 euro a bottle or something? Crazy stupid money like. And I was like, what what are you talking about? Like Lucas Aid, right? Yeah, like like my sister. Yeah, literally, yeah. Um, my sisters were texting me and were, or someone was texting me being like, Duns has Prime. And I was like, I don't know what that means. Like, what do you? And then Mark's friend got him a bottle because Mark loves a novelty drink. Um, and he tried it and he was like, I don't even like it. Like, and Mark will drink anything that's like coloured, like an unnatural colour, like blue Powerade, green ice cream syrup. Like, he's that kind of, he leans towards the most fucking... He loves the number is what you're saying, yeah. Yes. Um, and he didn't like it, Did, thought it was gross. My sister was on teaching placement at the time and she said in Dublin, every single kid in her class had a prime bottle as their water bottle every day and they were, they were reusing, like refilling them every day as their like school water bottle because it was such a cool thing to have, like prime water bottles. And she's, this is primary school. Um, I think one of my cousins, like, the, my, like my sister was out with her cousins like in the last few months and one of the youngest cousins, like, had money to go to the shop and buy whatever she wanted. She's, like, 
10 maybe went and bought herself a bottle of prime and was like oh, this is so fucking cool like I got a bottle of prime and it's like what like why are you why are the children so drawn to these stupid drinks it looks like brain liquor um, I wonder how much of that is as I'm th- thinking out loud here I wonder how much because as I literally just said how I don't think Logan Paul is relevant KSI still is in a way like he had his own controversy recent off la- like I think last year and there was a whole kind of apology around that but like again this was kind of like making Sky News and stuff like that's how big of a story it was so I do wonder if it's Obviously, Logan Paul has a handle as well, and like they're they're fucking business partners. I get that, but I think is it more a KSI thing than a Logan thing? Anyway, I think I think it's a TikTok. I think it's a TikTok thing. So Prime is a range of sports drinks, drink mixes, energy drinks. Um, It's promoted by YouTubers and internet personalities, Logan Paul and KSI. Um, Basically, in the first year, where is it now? It made like a hundred and forty-five million. Dollars and like oh or hundred and where's the where are my stats? Um, it made like forty five million dollars in one month. What? Yeah, in like January twenty twenty. Hang on, let me get my stats back up. Um, crazy, like hundreds of million, hundreds of millions. So it was launched in twenty twenty two, and in the first month, it made forty five million dollars. It made two hundred and fifty million in retail sales for the year twenty twenty two. Isn't that insane? Oh my god! On top and of the money, they both already like because YouTube. Yeah. If you can get success on YouTube, like they have and have continued to have, whether you like it or expect it or ever or not, like the ad revenue that you can make, even just beyond that, if you've no sponsors or whatever, or vice versa, like nuts. On top of yeah. everything they're already doing. Like, KSI is the same with the boxing, the music career, the everything else. Like, it's just... In some ways, you kind of have to admire it, how they've just managed to leverage these constant controversies and life online into these absolutely in- innocuous, like, couldn't pick them out of a lineup businesses. Anyone that I've seen talking about Prime, they're like, I don't really get it. And yeah. it, but I don't know if it's like when and when you when I hear you talking about the thing with the bottles and stuff, I'm like, well, then it is just a, it's just a fad. It's like the Stanley Cup now, to, like, yeah, a just... thing to be seen with as opposed to actually enjoying the product. And that's not to say we yeah. like we all fall victim to them and like peer pressure and kids being kids and stuff like that. I get it. Yeah, that is no one on God's green earth should have that much money. No one. So like. the um, the flavors are blue raspberry grape. Ice pop, lemonade, lemon What's lime. What's ice met- pop flavor? Ice pops know, have flavors. That's the point. Me- Meta Moon. Meta Moon. Meta Moon. Yeah, What's that? I don't know. Um, Meta Moon. Or- <laughs> Orange, strawberry, watermelon, and tropical punch. Um, and a now discontinued limited edition flavor, which was like KSI's flavor, was uh, orange mango. Um... They're just liquid vapes. Gordon Ramsay gave it a 0 out of 10 and said it was like swallowing perfume. Chris Eubank said it's very sweet. I mean, it's naturally flavoured. It doesn't taste bad, but it's not a natural flavour of drink. Like, that's, it just doesn't seem to be like an enjoyable drink to me, personally. 
Um, there's been a lot of controversy with it. Like schools across the world are banning it because it became it's such a like popular thing. It well, has huge amounts of caffeine in it. Yeah, when it was originally released, like there were I remember seeing videos on, again. Another thing that I just couldn't fathom, like these videos of like teenagers and children rushing shops to like get a bottle. Yeah, just have the bottle. Like, do they even drink it? Who knows? Um, crazy amounts of. Um, caffeine. So um, New York Senator Charles Schumer has requested, this is as recently as last month, requested that the FDA investigate Paul's drink prime for its marketing and caffeine content. He said one of the summer's hottest status symbols for kids is not an outfit or a toy, it's a beverage. Um, but buyer and parents beware because it's a serious health concern for the kids it so feverishly targets. He also added that even though the drink has a warning that it's not recommended for children under 18. Prime doesn't have a noticeable difference between its energy drink, Prime Energy, and the caffeine-free version, Prime Hydration, which could lead to mistakes. Um, they look the exact same. Because I remember looking at yeah. that as well and being like, there's no, it's so sneaky. It's so sneaky. Yeah. Prime Energy sold in a can dropped in 2023 and contains a comparable amount of caffeine to the other top-selling energy drinks, all falling within the legal limit of the countries it's sold in. A represent, this is the representative for Prime, um, came back with and said it, it has complied with all FDA guidelines for hitting the market and states clearly on packaging as well as in marketing materials that it is an energy drink and is not made for anyone under the age of 18. Like they're saying that, but they're like targeting the kids. Like I think it's kind of screams of like the whole vape culture as well. It's like, oh no, kids don't buy these, but we're going to make them brightly coloured and smell like fucking sweets and we're going to make them like look so cool and like a toy and like a gadget that you need to have. And it's just like, of course, like a 12-year-old's going to want a vape when it's like glittery and smells like candy floss. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But then they're like, no, we said it wasn't for kids, but like your marketing is saying otherwise, you know? So that's prime. (sighs) Um, I think Mark did a live taste of it on on his podcast when he got it. If anyone's interested, I don't think it would probably be. I don't, I don't think he liked it. Spoiler. Spoiler. I don't know anyone who drink, would regularly drink it and enjoy it. Neither do I. But then uh, again, we just don't know kids. Like Maybe, yeah. Uh, do you remember the Tide Pod challenge? Yeah. Was this him? It wasn't him, right? So when I was looking this up again, I was like, oh, fuck. Was he the one that spearheaded it? And it's not that he... Like, he didn't create it. And obviously, there's, there's been this whole thing. So, right, when I talk about Tide Pods, right... Tide, Tide is just a laundry detergent brand in the States, but like pods are the the laundry Washing detergent tablets, tablets that they have, right? You know, like the whole joke about like, like people wanting, to, they look so delicious, but obviously you can't because they're fucking poison. And needless to say, Bandwagon is not, is not endorsing this. Do not eat Tide Pods. Like, do not no. eat Tide Pods. Do not eat laundry we're way, detergent We're way tablets. too late on this, but don't do it, guys. Yeah, this was, yeah, this was... Finger early, on the pulse as always. Early 2018, right? So... I kind of thought that w- this, the suicide forest controversy happened and then he, like, kind of dipped out. Not that he dipped out, but, like, maybe it was just that I, my eyes weren't really on him or I wasn't really paying attention. But then, so he... Apolog- the apology comes out January, whatever. February 2018, YouTube suspends all advertising on his uh, channels due to his pattern of behaviour, referring to a joke he tweeted about the Tide Pod challenge, right? So this challenge was, like, at its peak around this time where 
again, do not fucking do this. This is not a fucking challenge or whatever. Like, how this started, I don't even know. It's fucking dumb. But again, this was a peak, weird, stupid internet culture, right? Where people were eating these laundry tablets and seeing how many they could eat, right? And essentially poisoning themselves. He tweeted, swallowing one Tide Pod per retweet, and he got like... I don't know, I can only see their plays on this. He got 46,000 replies and like 55,000 likes. So you can imagine how many fucking retweets he got, right? And again, he's just off the back of the suicide virus controversy. So like all eyes are on him, loving him, hating him, whatever else, right? So YouTube suspends his advertising for that. Uh, He'd also, uh, there was also another video in which he removed a fish from a pond that he had to jokingly give it CPR. You yeah. mentioned him tasering two dead rats. He also did that. Like, so his revenue was temporarily halted as a result. So at that point, he was like, right, I can't make any money on YouTube. But you know what? I'm going to bring this audience and bring her over to Twitch, which is a live streaming uh, platform where people can, like, pay for you to do live streams or whatever. Uh, but then two weeks later, YouTube restored ads on his channel. Um, now, he was still in, like, a 90-day probation period or whatever, which meant that he couldn't be, he couldn't be featured on the trending tab on YouTube, which doesn't mean anything because he's still, he's able to make money, which is all he cares about. And then, roughly after this, he launches his podcast, Impulsive. Impulsive. Which, I'm like, I'm torn between, is that a good name or does it make me want to die? Thoughts? No, I don't, it's not, it doesn't roll off the tongue. Because you have to stress, you have to stress the paw. Impulsive. Impulsive. But when it's impulsive. Maybe it's because we don't have American accents. No, I don't think so. Impulsive. Is his name Logan Paul, maybe? He does. He's a, he's a shouter, like. So I think maybe Logan it works Paul. if you shout it. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. Anyway, oh, talk to me about this podcast. Because he's landed some, oh, well, major, um, in inverted commas, uh, guests in the past. So it has 4.52 million subscribers on YouTube. So Same you can only really imagine the yeah. one. The money he's making off it. I tried to listen to some of it earlier and like the only episode that kind of appealed to me was the 13-year-old girl who's making millions off ASMR. And I like put it on and I was like, why does they have a 13-year-old girl on this? Because it's not just him. He has like co-hosts. Um, impulsive. Hang on. I'm going to find out who his co-hosts are. Basically, it's a lot of shouting. I don't want to say he like favours male guests, but like there's a... Braid, I think... Play- who are we afraid of upsetting here? I think you can say it. I don't know. I think you can but say I, it quite hard out loud. <laughs> I went down to like find an episode and it's just like male guest, male guest, male guest, male blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, he only gets boys on. And then there is like a, an actual playlist called like girl guests, like, which is just... I mean, I well, if that doesn't say it all. Yeah. Um, so the tagline is the world's greatest, most thought-provoking, mentally stimulating podcast in the history of mankind, hosted by a bunch of idiots. Exact same um, as us. Here. Mike Mal- Maljack and George Janko and Logan Paul. So they're all internet personalities. I've never heard of the other two, have you? No, neither have I. The only episode you, that I've listened to is the Liam Payne one. Liam, and even yeah, was, I, gonna, I cannot even this I was gonna ask you about that. Beyond what is what was that? Because you were like, that's the one Liam Payne made a fool of himself on, but I have no... Like, he's made a fool of himself so many times. Tell me the details Fair. of that one. Poor Liam. Remember, he did the podcast interview in which he said he was, like, was going to punch Harry Styles at one point, that during One Direction they'd had oh, this fight this, backstage. 
Yeah, and he said that Simon built the band around him. Yeah, like he said a lot of, and like he's come out and talked about, in like, because obviously, look, we all had our fun. We all partied, as they say, right? We all dined out on that interview, right? And he did say some silly things. I still think that's correct to say. But like, people went in on him over that interview. And he's kind of talked about the effect it's had on him since. Now, is that up to, is it Logan's responsibility? Maybe, maybe not. Um, but yeah, it was Logan Paul's podcast, like, which is crazy to think about, like. Yeah. Um, there was other controversy with the podcast. I think in 2019, in a January episode, Logan Paul was talking about his New Year's resolutions and he said he was going to have, like, boys march where he was going to go gay for a month. And then everyone was like, what the fuck? You can't, like... What are you talking about? And then he had to and apologise for that. And he's just like, so, oh, it was just a joke. Like, it's like, that just you, seems to be the brand. That, I was like, you did that on purpose. That's a whole engagement yeah. baiting, 100% like pandering to your fucking whatever, like conservative, young, predominantly straight male audience, like saying, like, again, that's an old internet playbook as well, where it's like, well, I just say controversial things and everyone will be talking about me and it doesn't matter if it's good or bad because people will be talking about me and I will be and getting people abused. And it's worth yeah. because it's like, he's the one who's probably a multi-millionaire, if not billionaire. And people we're sat here talking about him. off that kind of poke the bear attitude. But he That's is, how podcasts get made. When not people, us. When people but joke people. about like, straight men starting the podcast or whatever and it's just them in a room chatting like that is impulsive that's all you yeah. need to know about it um, yeah. yeah Liam Payne has said he can't watch back the interview because of the obviously because he just said like he was in like uh, he was lashing out in the wrong place because of his own frustrations uh, at his career a lot of what I just said came from the wrong place I was so angry what was going on around me and instead of taking a look inwards I decided to look outwards at everyone else and I just think, yeah, I just took it out on everybody else. My own frustrations, my own career, where I could have landed, I took shots at everybody else, which is wrong. So obviously I want to apologise for that. Obviously one of the biggest remarks I made was about the One Direction thing, and there was a lot of self-protection, I suppose, in that moment more than anything. It came across really big-headed. It was hard for me to watch back. I think in those moments when you make these videos, you don't realise the impact that your words might have on other people. Um, and But said the lads have, like, stuck by him and uh, all that. Yeah, there was kind of no reference to, like... Actually, Logan, and I don't think he blames Logan either. Like, at the end of the day, he said, well, like, that's not I a don't thing think he like, can blame Logan for that one. I think Logan's done a lot of shit, a lot of stupid decisions. I don't think he can blame him for the stuff that came no, out. No, that's what I'm mouth. saying, because it's like, at the end of the day, like, Liam, you, like, there's, you, Logan didn't edit around that. It wasn't like parsed AI yeah. clips of you. You said those things, you know? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Did you oh, hear um, what he said recently about Oppenheimer? <laughs> No. On the Impulsive Podcast. He came out recently. Again, ironic for a man who hosts the podcast, I will say, but he said he walked out like maybe an hour and a half in because it was just all talking. Okay. That's just to be like, that's just a bit Pierce Morgan, isn't it? Like, again, oh, everyone loved this movie, again, so I'm going to hate it. I think it's engagement baiting. I think it's like, people, yeah. think I, people hate me, people think I'm dumb and stupid. People are talking about Oppenheimer. I also Oppenheimer. walked out of Oppenheimer. Let's capitalise on that SEO baby girls. Yeah. Let's say I walked out because there's too much talking. Despite the fact I that, out of what Oppenheimer. do I do for you girls? Host a podcast, you know? I walked out of Oppenheimer after 43 minutes. No, but was that Beat not that. an issue Beat with that, the Logan cinema? Paul. It was an issue with the cinema, and I was kind of raging because I... 
it was Mark's second time seeing it. So like, we're not going to go back again because he'll have to watch the first 40 minutes a third time. And like, no you one's going to watch Oppenheimer three times in a row. No, I'll just wait. Like, it'll surely be out at Christmas on like Sky Cinema or something, won't it? Yeah, but I think you need now to see TV. Not to be film knobhead Jones here, but is there not a whole thing? But I think it'd be better to see it in a cinema the sound, the sound and all. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, do. so I still haven't long. seen it. I don't like. We I, were like, we left the cinema, went. But we're sorry, to, what happened with the cinema to leave? There was like a town wide power cut or something, and oh. it, it came back on, but I came back on without the sound, and then it kept playing for like 15 minutes without sound. And then we were like, well, they're going to have to rewind this now because no one's heard the last 15 minutes. And it was like, I don't want to say it was an important part because I think 15 minutes of any film is <laughs> like, you want to hear what they're saying. But I was like, we, it's already like three hours long. They're going to have to rewind this now. We're going to have to watch these 15 minutes again. And it's just going to be like really late by the time we get out of here. Um, so we went, we left, we got like a refund or whatever. Went to court and got ice cream, went for a little drive, got home, went to bed. And like people were still in the cinema, like by the time we were asleep. So I think it worked out well. So you're the real winners. And I just saw, Paul. Like, yeah, maybe more people should have left. People need to stop. Whatever happened to the days of a good, tight 90-minute film? True. Oh, that's why I haven't gone yet, because I just haven't been in the headspace to sit down for three hours and concentrate on something. Yeah. Says me, who would probably do that scroll on my phone, but anyway, let's... Yeah. Um, did you know he's a big Pokemon fan, like myself? With so I, many similarities. It's like, only when you mentioned it, it sounds vaguely familiar, but I have no idea what this incident is. So he acquired, this was in 2021, I think, uh, a coveted PSA grade 10 Pikachu Illustrator card following a record-breaking trade worth 4.4 million euro. Um, So he purchased the card from someone called Marwan Dubsey in Dubai on uh, July 22nd, 2021, breaking the record for most expensive Pokemon trading card sold at a private sale and he actually wore the card at his wrestling debut for WWE so at that point he'd been he'd been associated with WWE but this was like his first wrestling match as I was aware he wore it like on a chain in a box um after I could totally see you doing that at like the Stellar Awards I was (laughs) (laughs) maybe I should I was kind of looking at it I was like just a, a minute slay, I will say. Is this a vibe? Yeah. Is this a vibe? Um, uh, after leaving the ring, he went backstage and he was presented with his official Guinness World Record certificate for the most expensive Pokemon trading card sold at a private sale by adjudicator Mike Marcotte. Uh, loved this quote as well. When asked how, he f- how it felt to break this record, Paul said he'd been trying to do this his whole life. I applied for so many records and the fact that, fine, that I finally got one after my first WWE win ever, I come back to the locker room and I get a second win right away. I love Pokemon and the fact that it's been validated with Guinness World Records, this is crazy. Tonight's a wild night. This does not feel real. Oh God. What thrilled, a loser. Thrilled that he was able to achieve something from spending like a heinous amount of money. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's my, this is my whole point. I just think it's I don't think it's wrong to be motivated by money. I don't think it's wrong to want to be successful and want to be ambitious. But I think there are blurry lines here with him and his brother where it's not necessarily They don't really know what it is to be successful. Yeah, I don't think they understand what what they want to achieve. They're just like doing shit. I think it wants to be everything, but I think it's also... It's to be seen to have this much money, you know? It's to have the wealth, to be seen to have the wealth, and to be... 
famous at whatever cost, more famous than yesterday, as famous as possible, have people talking about you all the time, I think. Maybe I'm totally wrong there. Have any listeners ever met Logan Paul, Jake Paul? Do we have them totally wrong? I personally don't think so. And I would, like, again, I'm all for forgiveness. I'm open to people being young, dumb, full of... Of course you don't think your opinion is wrong, though. That's the point. Like, nobody thinks their opinion is is wrong. Well, what what do you think, then? Uh, Like, I just don't think anyone that enjoys Logan Paul or sees the good uh, in what he does will be listening to our podcast. I don't think they overlap too much. That's an interesting Venn diagram, I'd like to see. Yeah. And if you do, I'd like to hear from you. Maybe. I genuinely, I am, like, I, maybe. Not, not personally. Um, I'm just like me. Like, I would be interested in anyone who has followed his career even in any way. Like, there's a lot of mammies and daddies that listen to us. I don't know. Are your kids really into him? Like, what, what appeals about him to them? Truly, I'm curious. It's bandwagonspodcast.gmail.com. And obviously, we're on social media, uh, bandwagonspod most places um yeah so you're gonna watch the fight you think um maybe no. well like the, with the time difference and it's probably gonna have to be like prepay or whatever so asleep. probably realistically no wait and see but if someone's like, streams if i was ever gonna watch a fight yeah, yeah if i was ever gonna watch a fight maybe yeah was it him that did the one that was all over tiktok recently and he bet like the announcer's boyfriend he was fighting and he won, and she was, like, crying, but still had to announce him as the winner. Oh, Did I didn't that? see that. No. And she's stunning, and she's, like... I had thought she, like, sucks it up, and she's, like, and the winner is... To focus on wrestling. <laughs> it's good. No, she, like, fully, like, it's guttural. Let me see if I can... I'll send it to you. I'll link it in the, in the notes if anyone yeah. wants to watch themselves. Um... Jury's what are we out. next week? Jury's out on Logan Paul. We're finally doing the Miley episode next week because new single out used to be young and there's a lot of family drama going on at the minute. I followed down a lot of TikTok rabbit holes about it and mm. I'm excited to dig in. And I can't believe you've never done an episode on her. Yeah. Have we definitely not? We, someone needs to check that before anything goes We out. did the Hannah Montana movie. Yeah, maybe that covered her a little bit, but... Probably, yeah. It's not the same. So much has happened since... That's coming next week on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash bandwagons and in your Apple Podcasts subscriptions. If you want to just get the audio only bonuses there, you can do that. Um, it's just as a heads up. Oh just yeah, married. we need to talk about the cult stuff. Come like, back oh. and find out next week. It's kind of dark. Um, there is going to be no episode, I'm giving this, I'm saying this well in advance, there's going to be no episode on September 4th anywhere because I'm in Greece and we're taking the week off. Um, woo! Woo! Can't wait. Uh, yeah, that is it. We will see you next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.